Hello and welcome to 60 Minutes with. I'm Chris and as always I am joined by the most lovely man in the whole wide world. I always say this, this is your intro now. It's Mr Adam Parry. How are you? Oh, it, it's a good intro but if only people knew what was in my back garden. <laughs> or under your back garden. Oh, exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, anyway, we are um, back. And now people who are tuning in might think, well, ooh, what film are they going to be talking about in this episode? Well, dear listener, we're actually not. Now, this was an idea that Adam sort of kicked around <laughs> some time ago. <laughs> mm, <I see> the <laughs> ideas. No, well, to be fair, you know, it was your idea to do the Spotlight uh, Reflection Show on true. movies. And that's clearly the best show 60 Minutes put, puts out now. It is. It's and it's awesome. It it really is. And um, you know, we get a lot of good feedback from that. And so that's that's really. I really enjoy doing them uh, as well. Um, and for people who don't know what we're talking about, that's where we go back to a film from our childhood, which we haven't seen for years, uh, or maybe not even seen at all if the other person hasn't seen it. And we then sort of like decide whether or not it's any good. Or, you know, it sort <laughs> of lives up to our memory. Uh, we've done a few of those now, but. Uh, sort of shortly after we started doing that, Adam suggested, well, why, why am I talking on your behalf? You, you tell people what it is. What? Well, I just said, I think it was during the, you know, the dark days of lockdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say lockdown. We're all a bit bored, I think, weren't we? Yeah. I said, let's cover TV shows. Let's let's do let's do one episode at a time. Uh, and then decide if you want to carry on or not after after an episode, and then just move on to the next one. I think my original idea was to choose probably maybe rubbish television. Mm. I think I was just looking for something to we could sort of have a laugh at pulling apart a bit. But it doesn't have to be because mm-hmm. we just we, we spoke about it after that. And to be honest, I didn't have many ideas for for actual series to watch. I just thought it might be fun just to see how far we can get through a series before we get bored with it or just feel like we should move on mm. or we hate it. Yeah. So th- I suppose that's the thing with the, this uh, particular, if you like, spotlight show on TVs, uh, TVs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do love myself a Panasonic. Oh, I love it. A good OLED. Oh yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> no. Um, so, you know, is that we've decided if you like, we've set some kind of ground rules going forward. Yes which is that we are going to set a minimum of at least three episodes uh, just to give the TV show a chance. Um, yeah, because we started from the start, aren't we? All right, yeah. there's, there's some shows out there that take an entire series to get going, but it's, 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 it's a bit unfair to judge them on, like, a pilot and an episode. Yeah, there's some TV shows that just seem to drag on for fucking ever, like Lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you know, but uh, so we, we are going to give it a chance. Um, I mean, like famously, isn't there's like Only Fools and Horses didn't necessarily sort of get the audience that, you know, it, it, uh, when it first started and then went on to be one of the most loved TV shows, you know, in Britain or whatever. Um, so th- there's that to it. Uh, so we're going to give each TV series at least three episodes to kind of, uh, you know, entice us and keep us going. Um but and this is at the, if you like, the the sort of like the twist of it. This is I don't know if you've seen Goosebumps the movie. I've seen it multiple times because my no, kids watch it. No, I haven't. Um, but you've heard of Goosebumps the books, haven't you? Uh, by uh, R- vaguely, R- yes. Yeah. 
So by R.L. Stein. But anyway, Jack Black plays R.L. Stein in the movie. And he says, you know, he's talking to some students at the end of the film. And he says, you know, he's talking about writing a book and everything. He says, you've got the beginning, the middle and the twist. And this is the kind of the twist, if you like. So Hmm. the person who uh, didn't pick the show. So on this occasion, I've picked the TV show that we're going to be talking about. So but you decide after three episodes whether or not we stick with it or we quit and go into something else. Yeah. Now, I do have, like, um, if you like, a wild card that I can pull out only once. Uh, I can't keep doing it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, and, and I can say, actually, no, I'm going to overrule you on this occasion, but I can only do it once. And uh, it's, well, it's like, hello, hello, isn't it? That's another TV show, isn't it? I will say this only once. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. I'm wittering on like an idiot. <laughs> I was just excited to talk about this new show that we're going yeah. to be doing. Um, but yeah, so that's it. I mean, so for this particular um, start of the, the series, if you like, I kind of, like a number of TV shows that I used to watch when I was a kid or that I haven't watched for years and years and years. So I thought, you know, it'd be a good idea to start with something that, again, haven't watched for a long, long time. And it'd be fun to see whether or not it stands up. It's not always necessarily going to be like that, I guess. Um, we can pick any TV show, you know, uh, um, but I suppose we are going to focus on you know TV shows from um, from olden generation older days i guess um so yeah this is a a tv show um and it it is called sledgehammer I mentioned this before when we did the AWOL show, the, the AWOL uh, movie show. Yeah. Uh, because one of the actors in Sledgehammer is in um, AWOL. Yeah. So, and you hadn't heard of it or seen it. So I thought, no, well. Th- this absolutely, yeah, my life has gone by without even knowing that this existed. Yeah. Anyway, so n- not a peep. Well, there you go. And so I thought it was a perfect way to start off this, this new series, if you like. Um, so, yeah. This particular TV show, um, it we only had two se- seasons. Series, we say series in the UK. Um, we don't say seasons particularly, do we? I think, no. although I think it's more people do generally say it more because I think it's been foisted upon us by those damn yeah. Yankees, isn't it? So. I don't, well, I always wondered if it was like a you like a, a series in England, like when I, I can't think of any. But oh, if you look at like an only fools and horses type thing, has series, but each one only used to last like six or seven episodes mm. i always wondered right because it, like if you it's not so much now but american tv seasons used to last like 20 to 22 episodes or so yeah so i wonder if they're called seasons because the actual season of the world would change whilst that run of the programs was on oh i like that yeah oh that's 
That sounds good. Um, but yeah, so uh, ran from uh, 1986 to 1988, as I said, two seasons. Um, and it stars, well, created by Alan Spencer, starring David Raish, uh, who plays Inspector Sledgehammer. Um, Anne-Marie Martin, who stars as his partner, Dory DeRoe. Uh, and Harrison Page, who I mentioned earlier on, who was in AWOL, played Joshua in that film, who called everyone a motherfucker. Um <laughs> And you, you needed subtitles to understand what he was saying. Yeah. And he ate a lot of fried tri- fried chicken. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he plays Captain Trunk. Um, and he, again, it's the sort of like the typical sort of, um, you know, uh, if you like, reminded me of um, Starskin Hutch. You know, mm. you've got the, sort of the, 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 ca- the black captain, if you like, who just shouts at the these detectives and shouts and that that's pretty much what he does in this i think it's well based on the first episode anyway yeah um so yeah as i mentioned uh ran from september 23rd 1986 to february 12th 1988 with a total of 41 episodes um the theme tune which you will have heard already um it was composed by danny elfman which i didn't know no i wouldn't i wouldn't have got that just from listening to it either no, because Danny Elfman's like got a really distinctive style. I think you yeah. know if you, cause, you know, from Batman and um, I think Beetlejuice he did. You know, and lots of Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You associate with the Tim Burton sound, don't you? Yeah, and, and this uh, isn't that. No, and Men in Black, you know, and 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 so you, if you, sometimes like with composers uh, in movies, you know, you you do sort of if you listen out for them, I guess you you, th- you think, oh yeah, I, I recognise that, you know, because it sounds similar to other movies that they've done, uh, like John Williams, I guess to a certain degree, and you yeah. know, people like that. So, but I would have never known that at all until I started to look into this a little bit. Um, uh, so just talking about the cast, I mean, like the three cast members primarily um so david race i mean again i only really know him from this i mean i've seen him pop up in a couple of extra things like he was in united 93 um i, I don't know if you've seen that the the um movie about the, the the plane the plane, plane that went down yeah September 11 yeah um randomly popped up in that and i thought that's fucking sledgehammer <laughs> <laughs> so well, i watched that and just thought character yeah um but looking at his career i mean he's he's done he's got over 100 credits you know he's got 130 odd credits for tv and movies he's you know he's been around a bit and he's still acting and he's been in quite a lot of stuff so my memories of uh sledgehammer are that it used to be on itv um late night so and i think i would have probably watched it at my nan's house as i've mentioned before i used to watch a lot of stuff at my nan's house but it would have been on late at night and kind of and then fell in love with it and then um recorded it you know so you know with back in the old day with vhs and everything you know just record them and then so i can't say i've ever watched all of the episodes of sledgehammer i don't think i have so but i've definitely watched a lot and then i would have watch them again and again uh you know on vhs um but the funny thing is is that in 1990 he starred in a film called an innocent man with tom Selleck. i don't know if you've seen that i've um, seen that either no and uh, but he played a dirty cop in that so after watching sledgehammer and then watching that i remember watching that on sky um and he's a shitbag you know he's a really nasty piece of work he puts t- uh, he frames Tom Selleck and, you know, puts him away uh, in, in prison and whatever. Um, but there's a line in it, which 
I, I still remember now, and I haven't watched that film for years and years and years, probably going on for 30 years, where he calls Tom Selleck's wife a crusading cunt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because she's trying to get him out of prison. Um, and, and I just thought, that's always stuck with me, because, you know, in Sledgehammer, He's unhinged, you know, and he's he's a bit crazy, a but he's bit, da- yeah. he's daft and he's lovable at the same time. Yeah, and and so then seeing him play like this really nasty piece of work who called somebody's wife a cunt, I thought, well, wow. So that's that that's my memory of David Race. If you like, that's kind of how he sticks out in my mind. Um, uh, Anne Marie Martin, who plays his partner. Um, she had a relatively short career in terms of TV and movies and, and called it quits. But again, didn't know this. She was married to Michael Crichton. Um, and okay. she, yeah, no, randomly. She's got a, a, a writing critic for uh, the 1996 movie starring Bill Paxton, um, Twister, which again, a little random, <laughs> random thing. Um, Harrison Page, we talked about, you know, um, yeah know him from this and for a wall yes uh, or well i just knew him from a wall lionheart or whatever so this is all brand new for you this is yeah, cool. pretty much i like yeah. this um so yeah the i made a note of this because i thought this was quite funny i obviously had different uh names in different countries um so in iceland i'm going to try and um <laughs> i'm going to try this uh Baroy hammer or Hamar, uh, which translates into pounding hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different type of show. What's well, an awesome name? Uh, in Italy, um, troppo forte, uh, too strong. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, in Denmark, it was translated uh, into fuld hammer, uh, to the full hammer. <laughs> um, in uh, Finland, the title was Makormis, which um, which that sounded more Transylvanian. Um, It (laughs) translates into Sledgehammer Man, which I think is awesome. Um, In France, it was called Mr. Gun. (laughs) (laughs) Of the lesser known Mr. Men. Uh, very uh, literal. Um, In Japan, it was marketed as I Am Hammer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Spanish, uh, more martillo hammer, um, which, uh, because martillo means hammer, so effectively it's translated as hammer hammer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this was possibly one of the best ones. Uh, in Brazil, uh, it was aired under the title Namiro Todo Tira, which m- means to be under a cop's gun sight. <laughs> Cool. So yeah, they can they can come up with any kind of anything closer. They don't have hammers in Brazil. Yeah. So you know it's it's funny, isn't it? Because that they do. I don't know if you've ever seen that like movie posters that have been translated into uh, you know other yeah languages, and they 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 have very literal translations, don't they? And uh, it, they're always quite fun. So, yeah. um. So yeah. Uh, in terms of ratings, I think it's one of those that uh, the first series there was it was going to be cancelled. So um, n- not to spoil it, I mean we might not even get there to be honest with you. Uh, but you know it was that series was going to end on a cliffhanger. Um, but because it was renewed for a second series, they then uh, kind of 
did something to twist it. You know, there was a little twist, which then meant that they could, um, if you like, kind of get around that, if you like. Um, But yeah, I, I always... I always felt that it was a shame that it only lasted for a couple of series. Uh, Although that, that is 41 episodes. That's, you know, two series doesn't sound a lot, but that is 41 episodes. Yeah. Look at other things which get cancelled after two series, but it might be 10 episodes. Yeah. So, um, as I said, I mean, we're going to give, we're going to be sticking with Sledgehammer for at least three episodes. Yeah. However, we might actually end up watching, you know, all 40 odd episodes of it. And, and because we, we might love it. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of, I suppose what I like about, you know, this, uh, the beauty of this is that, you know, we can't be guaranteed that we're going to be sticking with this TV show. We might decide to, to go with something else. Crikey, if we do all 41 episodes, this will be the only program we ever cover. <laughs> Maybe. Because we'll be dead. <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well is, I mean, all the, this show, the first show might be a little bit longer. Mm. Um, but, uh, because obviously we talked a little bit about the cast and everything else, but we, um, these shows, I would just, you know, we're not we're not putting any time time limits or anything, but I would expect them to be a little bit shorter than the, the yeah. movie shows. Uh, we're still I mean, gonna... we, f- we fail every time we say that, but but surely, yeah, surely if we're talking about a twenty three minute program, <laughs> you can't expect us to stretch that out for two and a half hours. <laughs> you wouldn't have no. thought. And also, um, I know Dave's a bit lax about getting our shows out. You know, he's. He, he likes to get his own shows out. Oh, on. he does, doesn't he? Ooh, but, he loves himself. I mean, we recorded uh, uh, on the day of recording this, the 14th of August. And when did we record Rawhead Rex? Ooh, That's still not, still not fucking released. That was pre-lockdown, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you say, lockdown. It's like... <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, and all, you know, we've done the Karate Kid two or part yeah. two since then, and you know that, that. I mean, to be fair, I've got to edit that, uh, but still, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's on your shoulders. Yes, but uh, but I'm hoping if I can speak to Dave, maybe, and obviously depending on our own schedules, um, we could perhaps do these a bit more regularly. Uh, yeah. You know, so we can get one out maybe once a week or, or we'll aim for that anyway. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the movie shows take a little bit more prep, but you know, with these being like you know, twenty like you said, twenty three minute TV show. We can we can knock them out, can't yeah. we? Yeah, even spank those off quite easily. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're just going to sort of like uh, well again probably follow the same format of the movie show and just kind of go through the uh, the, the the TV show what we liked what we didn't like. Um, that was my glasses knocking against the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How close do you have it to your face? Right next to my face. I'll have to take a picture. Um, I, I like things right next to my mouth. But, mm, uh, what, uh, what, what, what shape is your uh, microphone? It's not a ball, is it? No, no. It is um, it is like a fat dildo, basically, I think. Oh, there you go. That's why you like it near your mouth, then. <laughs> but I have got a little pop shield in front of it just to, you know, so there's no... So you don't no, get you don't get the mess all over your face. There's no temptation to sort of suck the mic. <laughs> it does make it easier to fart into it, I have to say, uh, yeah. rather, rather than taking a headset off. Um, but anyway, enough of that bollocks. Um, right, so the, the this is the pilot episode of Sledgehammer, and the the plot is it's a it, fairly straightforward, really. It's the, the mayor's daughter's been kidnapped, hasn't yes. she? Um, so what what did you think of the, the uh, opening in terms of the the music and because obviously you haven't seen this so I'm really no. keen I don't, you know I don't want to talk 
in, all the way through this. Oh, I'm keen to get your impression. Well, so, <sighs> of, the, of the actual opening credits, the uh, the music and all that kind of stuff. What what was your initial impression of it? Right, there is an important note through my notes where I realised something. We'll get to that though. Um, just just to, just also as reference, I wrote two and a half pages. Oh, right. Okay, I wrote two. But that's because, well, yeah, and I'll be honest, it's the worst writing I've ever done because <laughs> things happen Things happen a lot quicker when you're watching a show that has to condense itself down into 20 minutes. Yes. So I, I yeah, this is, this, is, this is illegible and I'll probably rely on you to remember stuff because it, it is a really quick show. But anywho, yeah. if we go back to the, the uh, intro, um, yeah, uh, I quite like the music. Uh, very, very... Yeah, it's sort of what I expected for a hard-hitting crime drama type thing at the time, which I was thinking along the lines of like a Magnum that never quite made it or a, I don't know, just like an 80s cop show type thing because I hadn't realised something. Um, It's a fairly simple intro. It's a gun on a cushion. Uh, I didn't know the significance of this, but I wrote no expense spent because it's a gun on a cushion. Lots of close-ups of the gun. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, then he picks it up, does his, does a little, well, he does it very much a James Bond stance, doesn't he, sort of thing, one knee. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I found it amusing because he's got his his catchphrase, trust me, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Which at the time I thought was an awful catchphrase because I hadn't realised something yet. And yeah. then he shoots at the ca- at the screen, although not directly at the screen, although I did read a snippet of information that originally the bullet was supposed to hit the middle of the screen. But uh, they were told by the executives that that might scare people, so he shoots so that the bullet holes slightly to the side, so it doesn't feel like he's shooting directly at the audience. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And uh, yeah, then he, is it, after that he flips it back into his pocket, or does he flip it out of his pocket? I can't remember. I, th- uh, I think he just stands there because, like, obviously the the screen he's kind of obscured by the 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 bullet. You know, yeah, because he does his little gunslinger thing. He's not the most convincing gunslinger. No, he does that. Tw- he does the twirly thing, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, first first scene, we're outside a rich person's house. Um, a van pulls up. Uh, little security man, poor security man, gets done in. Uh, cuts to a sleeping girl in the bed. Uh, she wakes up. Someone puts a hand over her face, and it's. Uh, what I describe as it's a mong in a ski mask. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bright orange ski mask, and it kind of just goes, <gasps> yeah. and he covers the face. And I was like, why Why is that person special? Yes. Because um, I still hadn't realised something. <laughs> what, that this was a comedy and not yes, a hard yes, thing? <laughs> yes, we, we're not there yet. It was, only, it was only in the next scene. At this point in time, I thought this, still thought this was a like a hard-hitting cop drama type serious thing. Right. I, I didn't realise that, despite the intro or anything, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be a serious show, just with really cheap values and stuff. Uh, yeah. Like a Cagney and Lacey kind of, uh, you know, t- type t- thing, you know, yeah. like a, an 80s um, cop show. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, Cagney and Lacey, Dempsey and Makepeace, something like that. Tablet. Yeah. I was thinking, a half-hour taggart. Fucking hell. Uh, there's, been a, there's been a murder. Um, yeah. yeah. 
wow, that's interesting that you, I mean, you did, oh, you clearly didn't know anything about the TV Absolutely show. Absolutely zero. Which is very cool. Um, now, the woman who plays uh, who, the, the mayor's daughter, who don't, I don't have her name in front of me, unfortunately, but weirdly enough, I watched Friday the 13th Part 4 the other week. Um, don't As ask, you do. Yeah, because th- they were on the TV, so, um, I, you know, I, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give, because I go, they go a bit batshit crazy after sort of well the first and second and third one, don't they? I mean, they're just mental. Um, but she, she's in that. She's one of like the one of the the women. Well, I was going to say teenagers, but she, I don't think she's a teenager. She's one of the women that get killed. Um, I think the term is she's a slashy. Yes. Okay. And um, I mean, you know, about those films like Friday the Thirteenth. You know, you watch them for shitty acting the kills and tits i was about to say and boobs yeah and and she she gets her tits and her um lower lady parts out as well uh in you that usually say clunge <laughs> oh fanny uh if you're interested in watching that uh if you see interesting seeing more of this actress um mm. and she is also recognized her from weird science she's one of the if you like the hot girls that Gary and Wyatt are trying to get with, but obviously they're too geeky too. Uh, and she's one of the girlfriends or one of the girls at the end that what, I don't know if she's one of the ones that goes out with Robert Downey Jr. or, uh, cause he's in that, isn't he? And, and then, uh, end up going out with Gary and Wyatt at the end. But yeah. anyway, that's an aside. So yeah, that's amazing. I, you know, um, th- that you, yeah, I still can't. Yeah, quite I feel really fucking stupid. I'll just like to point that out. Jesus. So, well, I'm interested in. I'm, I'm guessing it didn't take long for the the penny to drop. Um, Longer than you'd think. Really? Sort of. Okay. But at this, at this at this point, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be like a serious thing, and it's so it's going to be marvelously terrible. I'm going to love every minute of it because it's going to take itself seriously, but it's awful. Okay. Um, so yeah, then, uh, she gets kidnapped and the, uh, it's the, the, the typical, I suppose, shot of, uh, the, we don't have them in this country, like where in America you can buy a paper, but you, like, there's a little kind of kiosk or thing that you, that yeah. you can put like a, yeah, or whatever. And then you, and you've seen that before, you know, so like somebody p- picks up the paper, but then somebody steals all the papers, which I always thought, well, yeah. I mean, not that. You, why would you want to steal all the papers? But you could easily. But at the same do. time, why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I guess because they're there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the first kind of like one of the first gags that you see. Uh, well, I just put someone's taken all the papers. I wonder why. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god. Well, then the next. I mean, <laughs> again. So uh, the, the next scene is obviously the mayor who. Um, What's his uh, Vernon? I'm gonna have to find out his fucking name. He's so again. He's one of those actors that you've seen him in loads of different things, uh, and he tends to play, you know, uh, you know, the mayor or Mister Big or because so, he's got he's got one of those voices, you know, that yeah, is very, he's very born to play those roles and those roles. Are, he could never play a hero. No, he's very booming voice, yeah. you know, and he likes shouting at people and telling people off uh and uh yeah so he plays the mayor in this and he, i've seen him in like i said loads of different he was mr big in i'm gonna get you sucker uh which i remember him from and then he was also in uh national lampoon's animal house he was the um 
the dean or the principal or whatever you want to call it of the yeah. the school, uh, you know, and put someone double secret po- probation or that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, I, th- I like seeing him. I mean, he's I think he's dead now, but you know, he's, he's, he's just one of those. Fuck me, that was my glasses hitting the microphone. <laughs> Fucking um, clumsy idiot. Yeah, it's that fucking close to my face. You've um, never done it before. No, 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 no. It's because I'm taking my putting my glasses off and taking and putting my glasses off and taking oh, them please on. Tell me you're taking your glasses off and you're sort of are you pointing them at your TV screen? At TV screen? At your monitor? Like you're making a point? Yeah, I'm, people got, point pipes and glasses when they're making a point. Yeah, I'm looking at so, the TV. I can't see because I'm short sighted, but then I can't read my writing because I'm now long sighted. Fucking getting old, just. You know, Ooh, does that mean you're going to be getting very focal soon? No, because um, uh, uh, no. Um, well, I mean, if you're I'll both just... long and short, you'll need them. Well, I know. Well, to be fair, my wife bought me for my birthday um, that some string that you can attach to the uh, my glasses, so I can because I keep losing them. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday! <laughs> but no. Yeah, so I, like, I got a big telly a couple of years ago. You got a piece of string for your glasses. I know. It's not like you know you your girlfriend getting you an OLED TV, <laughs> uh, but you know that's that's what you when you get married you'll find out what it's like. Well, I, uh, maybe, hang on, maybe that string was a G string from someone famous. Well, it maybe might you just... sniff it; it smells erotic. <laughs> well, well, yes, I've, yes. Anyway, I think uh, we've <laughs> um so i'm again i'm dying to know at which point you thought you you realized but so the next so he the the mayor and he's the the chief of police or whatever they're talking about how are we going to get your daughter back and um uh they see sledgehammer on the tv and he's being interviewed by a reporter and he's basically you know he's uh taken out a load of robbers that were trying to rob the store and the reporter says you know because they said oh you know sledgehammer says something like uh uh you know well, i shot this dude and i shot this dude and then i needed some eggs and those little cocktail weenies and yeah. she says something like well was that real necessary and he says yeah i'd got no food which i thought was quite funny but obviously clearly you thought well not the opposite <laughs> i think i think that was the first thing that made me go huh? <laughs> right but i still it still hadn't completely clicked okay uh, well, it's got to be the next scene then. Fuck me. Uh, is where then he... Because like, then the mayor says, well, we need Sledgehammer because uh, he's on suspension. Oh, no, it, it, was in the, it was in the scene with the mayor. The line that got me um, when they said, oh, uh, he gets told that the security man's dead. And he says, poor man, he was like an employee to me. Mm, yes. And at that I'm, point, I put, I've written that down. And then I put, is this a comedy? Question mark. <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> well, and not quite there but i was i was thinking it at least well yeah i mean fair play to you for going into this totally blind uh you know i, I didn't ask you to do any research it's, clearly you didn't <laughs> as um, if i would anyway <laughs> <laughs> um then he's in his apartment uh but you don't see this to begin with you just see that he's shooting a target and the bullet holes are appearing in the middle like the center of the target and then as the camera pulls back you actually realize he's standing right next to his wall in the in his apartment um and shouting through the wall at him yeah all the neighbors are going crazy and shouting and then he, his phone rings and then because the neighbors are carrying on shouting he shouts at them saying carl give us some bloody peace not bloody because it's american but you know what I mean? Uh, tell me at this point you thought you knew what was going on. Yes. I've put, uh, I don't know why. I've put, yes, Inspector Sledgehammer, shopping list on TV. 
I don't know what that means. Maybe there was literally a shopping. I don't fucking know. Then ah, shooting. Yeah, shooting. Shoot this target inside. Uh, everyone's shouting. Yes, it's a comedy. <laughs> so on the same. I'm on the same page as you now. On the same oh, rails. Awesome. I mean, Tracking this is in the, the first sort of like two minutes of the TV yeah, show. Yeah, but yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah, we're not twenty minutes into a film. This is like yeah, two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um. Clearly, you know, Sledgehammer is based on dirty harry isn't he you know mm. it's that it, it, it's you, you know anybody can see that who's seen a, a dirty harry. it's just his sort of facial expressions his mannerisms but you know it's a bit of a parody on dirty harry the way he yeah. talks to his gun and you know there's sort of like the violence and shooting first and asking questions later but you know sledgehammer's a bit thick as well isn't he really you know so a little bit uh, but then, uh, so the next scene, uh, he gets the call and he drives uh, to the station. But on the way, there's a sniper on top of a building, um, yeah. and he gets out the car, finds out what's he going on, crashes his car into the barriers first. Yes, and I wondered and, if that was a nod down, nod to police squad. Yeah, well, you'll notice that I think that that's a long-standing gag that wherever, whenever they go out anywhere, basically he just knocks stuff over. Um, and uh, yeah, so then, you know, he, he sort of says to the police officer, oh, I'll sort this out. Uh, and then he gets a bazooka out of his car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I liked. And then it still went one step further, which I liked even more. Yes. Um, and he blows a building up, doesn't he? Yeah. I thought he was going to fire the bazooka up at the sniper and it'd like just blow the sniper up. Well, I didn't expect, yeah, to just fire at the bottom of the building and then you see the whole building collapse. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome, uh, and and then he walks off and he goes, I think I got him, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and then you know in his car as well he's got like a little kind of um, uh, model of his gun like hanging up on the the yeah. the, the rearview mirror and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he talks he, to his gun, doesn't he, a lot? Yeah, so that's the other thing. So he talks to his gun and. He does it in public and he does it in front of people. But then when they question him on it, he goes, oh, nothing, nothing. And then again, that's like <laughs> yeah. a, a long standing kind of thing, uh, you know, because he's guns like his best friend kind of thing. Um, and then he walks into the station and like somebody's trying to get something out of the vending machine. And he goes, oh, I'll sort this out. And they all basically everybody shits themselves whenever they yeah. see him, don't they? Because so they start diving over the, the counter and uh, he shoots the vending machine and all the cannons start coming out of it and everything, you know, don't they? Um, and then this is the, where you're introduced to Captain Trunk. Yes. Um, and, you know, he's shouting at him for blowing up the building and he says, I'm getting a migraine. And he sits down and, you know, Hammer says, oh, you you really do need to st- sort of like de-stress or whatever. <laughs> I Gives thought he broke his fucking neck. <laughs> Yeah, instead of giving him a massage, he proper fucking twists his neck off. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, and th- then he explains to him obviously about you know the mayor's daughter being uh, kidnapped, and uh, you know he says, "Oh, don't you read the newspapers?" Hammer <laughs> says something like, oh, "I prefer to get my news from rumor <laughs> or small children." Yeah, yeah, I wrote that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and yeah, so and again, it's one I of... wondered if that was a nod to Sherlock Holmes. Oh, oh, really? Oh, because in Sherlock Holmes, he had his little network of like street kids who used to tell him what was going on and like all of the local rumor and news. So I wondered if that was a, a nod to that. Oh, I like it. Um, and then you, so they go to the mayor's um office and they start talking about the case, etc. And uh, and 
everybody freaks out. Every, everyone freaks out around Hammer when he, yeah. he goes to put his hand in his pocket because they think he's going to pull his gun out. And Trunk is always telling him to not get his gun out or put his gun away. Yeah. Um, and then you're introduced to uh, Dory DeRoe. Um, I always thought it was Dory DeRoe. I don't know why, because it kind of sounds uh, Do like... you know why? That's exactly what I wrote, DeRoe. Yeah. DeRoe, yeah. It's Dory yeah. DeRoe, though. Okay. Um, and she's... she. Uh, not his new partner at this point, but she's brought in to deliver a presentation about the uh, kidnappers. Um, But they're quite funny because like she's setting up the projector and they all start staring at her ass. (laughs) She catches them doing it. Um, And then like she goes through this presentation, which again, it's quite funny, like kind of the way she's describing the, um, the, the, you know, the perpetrators. Yeah. One of them's just a pervert. Yeah. Um, and you know, then, like you know, they say, "Oh, you're going to be partnered partnered up." And he hammers <laughs> <laughs> clearly doesn't want a woman as a partner, no. uh, you know, because she's a woman, and like she's a woman, and like, basically he yeah. says all that kind of stuff. Um, and this was a brilliant line, which made me laugh because, uh, like, the mayor says, "You know, I've got my full confidence in you," and he says, "Don't worry, I'll bring back your daughter, dead or alive." <laughs> <laughs> I've got that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, alive, please. Um, and another little no- nice line. Um, the mayor says, uh, oh, he looks Rambo, look like Pee Wee Herman, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah, and then they go outside the courthouse and uh, not the, court, uh, the city hall, whatever. And um, they're in the car. And again, like Hammer's kind of. Well, he's basically just being really sort of like sexist and yeah. misogynist, isn't he? And there, there's some funny lines, uh, like there's one like saying, she says something, oh, you bet you just think all women should be barefoot and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, no, they can wear shoes or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's never, it's never mean spirited. No, it's just sort of like comedic ignorance. It's not, he's it, not putting her down for being a woman. He's not being negative about women in general, but it's just ignorance as much as anything, but a comical ignorance, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but there's a robber um, st- tries to steal a woman's purse and uh, she opens the door and knocks him over because um, she's not like a helpless female. Like no, Dor- well, we, Dor- thought Dor- we find that out, don't we, later on? Yeah, you know, she's quite a badass herself, but she's yeah. smart with it as well, whereas he's all just brawn isn't he and he's no bravado brain. isn't he yeah and no brains um but she's a badass herself and then um this is quite funny and uh, so like she's she put, pulls his gun out at this robber and and he's sort of like so um she says you can't do this outside city hall and he goes okay i haven't got much time you know punch yourself in the face <laughs> <laughs> Gets him to beat the shit out of himself. Basically, yeah, beating the shit out of himself, which again made me smile. Um, uh, and then you go to it's like a nighttime scene, and it, they're sort of like clearly sort of like looking around for this pervy bloke yeah. um, because they're going around all the all the signs for like porno and you know triple X TV shows, but or or movies. But then also, which, so he says something like uh, Republican campaign room, which yes. like made me smile. Um, and then they do track him down the um, the, the pervy kidnapper, uh, and he's having a massage in this like Swedish massage parlor, which I think it was Swedish, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, because Hammer Hammer speaks Swedish, doesn't he? As it, as we find out. 
yeah he says something like uh right you ladies go to the the you know the bathroom and it, uh, the the pervy guy says they don't speak english and hammer speaks perfect swedish and says uh you go to the john and he go and the, like the pervy guy goes wow you speak swedish and he goes no those are the only words that i know <laughs> 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 which i thought was awesome um and uh so then there's this whole kind of thing about um he says oh you know i've got no clothes on i need to turn around so he does but then the pervy guy pulls a gun out on him and then hammer tricks him or he you know he, he drops his gun because <laughs> he, he's that good with a gun he's that good with a gun <laughs> he just drops his gun which then sets it off and knocks the gun out of the the criminal's hand yeah. and at this point the row bursts in um and then this it's other behind guy, her, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this other guy comes in who you think might be one of the kidnappers or an accomplice. She kicks him in the face and knocks him out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, th- this made me laugh out loud. The uh, ha- hammer goes, um, "Who's?" Or she goes, "Who's this?" And he goes, "Oh, it's the manager. He's a good friend of mine." <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he tells her that, that was amazing. Yeah, because he's genuinely impressed with her. And, you think, and then he goes, I'd like to fight you sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's as close as he gets to try to pull. Um, yeah. Uh, and then they're in the interrogation room and um, there's, well, he's basically torturing him, isn't he, really? Yeah. P- pours boiling coffee on his balls. Yes. Um, which says, oh, quite... I didn't realise you didn't have a cup. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to take you to the circus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so puts him up against the wall with loads of balloons, um, which you think, well, who's put those there? Like Hammer yeah. must have put them there himself. It's because there's a rifle just <laughs> stood up against the wall next to these targets. Um, and he's doing all this kind of trick shot practice, like he's firing from, you know, not looking at him. And uh, then he gets a, a blindfold put on him. Um, and it, again, it's... It, it's probably not the best gag, but it's it's like the keep the gags consistently, yeah, you know, are delivered, aren't they? Yeah, there's enough of them that, it, yeah, one doesn't quite land as another one coming along shortly, sort of thing. Yeah, because like, the overall quality still has to be there if, if you're doing that sort of comedy. You can't just you can't just rely on quantity. There's got there's got to be some quality there as well. Yeah, and I think we found that with Spaceballs, and yeah. you know, some you know, you can if you just even if you just throw sort of stuff out there, it doesn't all it doesn't work, does it? Sometimes, no. Um, so, but maybe because this was a TV show, I guess they got a short amount of time they could pack a bit more in than say a feature length film, uh, which is often the case, isn't it? You know, if you think about TV shows that have then you know been really successful, but then have been turned into movies and they've not hit the mark because yeah, more often than not they struggle yeah um so and, and then um sledge and Duro, they're looking on the computer and he's just dicking about because he doesn't that's not police work for him no. is it really because uh, she's like looking onto the in, in into the background of the the kidnappers and the the family itself you know and the money trail and whatever um and he opens up a little bit doesn't he and he he says yeah. that he was married and um that his wife left him for somebody in the peace corps because he wasn't sensitive enough <laughs> yeah because he's a cop that's yeah all he is um and you can see sort of like you know they're starting to like each other a little bit you know or she's because yeah, he said oh I, he goes i never open up and then after then she goes you just did yeah um because they suspect that it's the mayor's wife Yes, uh, or he does anyway. Yeah, because the pervert gave away that it was an inside job. 
Mm. Yeah, but she, Darrow doesn't think that's the case, but she's willing to go along with him anyway because, you know, they're partners. Um, this next bit made me laugh out loud because, uh, you know, Trunk comes in, yeah. starts ticking him off, then <laughs> yeah, shouts at her. Um, because she sticks up for him yeah. because he's got a neck brace on we'll yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then he's because he's he's pissed off because the criminal who they've just been torturing uh has put a complaint in about hammer um but then he's as he's walking off like hammer's not really looking at what he's doing but he throws the paper airplane which sticks in his hair <laughs> i think it's just his reaction um because yeah. he knows he's, he's He's like, oh, shit, kind of thing. But <laughs> you can't say anything to him, clearly. Um, uh, and then, so then they go back to the, the, the mayor's, like, pet parlour and, you know. They've so- got, they've, they've, well, they've, already, they've already got his wife, haven't they? She's got gaffer tape across her mouth and she's just tied <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. And the mayor's pissed off because he's like, what what the hell's going on? And he rips the tape off her face. <laughs> Um, oh, well, he talks to the he's going again, doesn't he? Uh, in the yeah. office before he, he and he says something like, oh, I really like her. And again, you don't see it, but somebody's voice in the background goes, Who are you talking to? And it's, oh, no, nobody. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, and she they say something like, You know, uh, your wife, she's lying, deceitful, white trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, the mayor goes, I've known that for years. <laughs> um and uh yeah and <laughs> but this is the th- so then they suspend hammer again um yeah. and they say right the mayor the, the the kidnappers have just called again and i'm gonna give them the money because you balls up basically and um, has got to go on our, on our own to deliver a million dollars yeah uh no but this is again where the gag pays off about the paper airplane because as <laughs> As Trunk shows him out, shows Hammer out the room, yeah. uh, he's still got the paper aeroplane yeah. stuck in his hair. Yeah. Um, Trunk's only ever happy when he's suspending Hammer. Yes, or shouting. That's his, yeah. his thing. Um, so she goes off to the drop-off point, um, and the daughter's there, and you find out that she's actually faked the kidnap. Yeah. Uh, and it was her lover who was the one of the kidnappers and because they went to college together and, and Duro figured all this out because like she looked into the background and again did police work as opposed to just shooting people. Um and she's about to get killed if you like because she's not bought the million dollars she's just bought uh, a load of confetti shredded paper isn't she yeah. Which makes again you think well if the mayor was prepared to pay why did she not take the money, I guess? Or well, maybe the mayor did pay and she's now got a million dollars. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Sledge jumps through a skylight and um, and they have a bit of a gunfight, really, don't they? And He gets shot. Yeah, he gets shot in the arm. In his best sports jacket. Considering, you know, he's a crack shot, he's a shit shot. He's not shot. a very good shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought he'd come down and probably just take all five of them out in about three seconds. Mm. But it's not. There's like a like a yeah a, a comedy a comedy shootout where statues and things get shot and they're, they're not hitting each other from very far away. And he ends up shooting. Did he miss on? Yeah, he misses on purpose. He hits a load of boxes and they all get crushed by boxes. Well, they're not crushed. Well, he gets. He's got, he's got a grenade in his pocket, hasn't oh, he? Oh yeah, that's he doesn't shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his yeah a grenade. 
and because he, he makes a crack, he says, "Oh, I'm glad I didn't send this jacket to the cleaners or something like that," because yeah. <laughs> he's talking to his gun again. Um, and uh, then so he throws the grenade and it knocks all the boxes on top of them. Um, yeah. And then the kid, oh, the 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 mayor's daughter has got Darrow, um, and you know, there's this little standoff between. Uh, her and Hammer and you know Hammer goes well kill her I don't care you know and he actually means it <laughs> um, and you know she says well you won't shoot a woman and he just as soon as she says that he basically shoots her doesn't he yeah. or, or shoots the gun out of her shoots hand the gun. yeah which knocks knocks her over um, and then um, the, go back to the, the mayor's office and again the line that made me laugh is that the mayor says oh, I can't believe it was my own daughter uh, she's just like my wife, an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they want to give Darrow an award, uh, yeah. and the mayor's written a speech for her and all that kind of stuff. But she Maybe talking about him. Yes, he's a bit he of a is. prick, isn't he? You know, yeah, yeah. an arrogant knob. Um, but yeah, they um, want to give her this award, but she refuses, and a promotion as well. And yeah. she refuses, and she puts on the sunglasses. And she kind of uh, mimics his line a little bit, doesn't she? You know, doesn't yeah. outright say it. Um, she says something like, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Um, and they walk off and that's the end of the show. And yeah, there you go. Um, so that's I mean, pilot episode. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm kind I, I think I know where you might be going with this, but mm. um, tell me what you thought. I mean, obviously, for the first couple of minutes, you were thinking this is a serious, hard hitting cop show, um, which I still think is hilarious. But what did you think after you'd watched it? Well, I was going to say for, for a hard hitting cop drama, uh, it was terrible. <laughs> yes. But as an unexpected comedy, it was really enjoyable. Yeah. 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 It did. It, it's it's one of those, I I mean I do remember it you know because uh, I must have watched it and watched it you know as you do when you're a kid you watch things and then rewatch them because you, know, you haven't got access to shitloads of things to watch like you do now um, so I I do remember parts of it but then yeah. not enough for me to be able to sort of quote it line for line if you know what I mean but then there was some really I mean again like I said I laughed out loud during it um yeah. I, fa- I found it really funny and entertaining and uh, i suppose being a bit older as well i can appreciate the gags a bit more if you know and the more subtle stuff no. yeah no, no i know exactly what you mean yeah yeah if you watched it as a kid there'd have been stuff that would have just just slipped past you mm. but now now as an adult you could you like well you might not remember not remembering but there's probably there more there for you because it's not yeah there's there's a few subtle lines in there that in the same way that uh, stuff like Ghostbusters, when you watch that as a kid, you don't necessarily get all of the sex jokes in it when you're really little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you you liked it. I yeah. mean, we're going to carry on for the, another couple of episodes anyway. Yeah, but... I, I would have, if, if, if it had literally been that cut and throat that we could scrap it after one week, then I'd be saying we'll go to the next episode anyway. Oh, awesome. Uh, and I'll be interested to see, because... This, because it's, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. And to continue, continually write stuff that's that funny consistently is really, really hard. So I'm actually quite interested to see if the level drops off a bit mm. or if it manages to keep that. And, you know, 41 episodes is a long time to keep keep a comedy going. This yeah. sort of semi-goofball, slapstick, not all the way sort of comedy is, is, is a tough thing to write well. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, that'd be good. Well, yes. Well, so um, we will do that. Now, I did ask. Um, I didn't know if I'd get much correspondence from Twitter, to be honest with you. But actually, I got quite, thought you'd quite a lot. get nothing. Yeah, got quite a lot. I mean, I think it's fair to say there is quite a lot of love for this TV show. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, and that's the other thing, you know, and I know because we, we, we discussed this last time, didn't we, when we did this Spaceball show, you know, about parodies and comedies like that nature. And, you know, we talked about the naked gun being up there and airplane. Yeah. I don't think it's as sort of screwball to that level or, no, or it's no. not up at the level of say an an airplane where you know there are so many gags going on i think it's a bit more sort of um um lower key than that you know yeah. um and, and it, but I, I do feel it's a bit on the level of police squad do you know what I, mean? I, I do kind of feel like it's not necessarily the naked gun because i think the police like police squad and because again that was like Famously, I think that only ran for like yeah. seven seven episodes. Well, the the weirdest it? thing about about Police Squad is is that the first episode of Police Squad pretty much has ninety percent of the jokes that are in the first Naked Gun film condensed into thirty minutes. Yeah, um, and again, that's another TV show that I would have watched because I think they showed that on BBC Two at some point. Um, yeah. I know just for American listeners, explain. I mean, there are a million and one fucking. Uh, t- you know, uh, TV channels these days, isn't there? Yeah. You know, with satellites and cable and etc., all that kind of stuff. And I know in America they they would have had more, but around this time, in I suppose the you know the um, mid to late eighties, yeah, four, you'd have had four channels. Um, you know, because satellite TV, well, we didn't have it until probably the late eighties maybe early 90s um so we would have had access to like four tv channels you know bbc half of bbc2 was just bearded men in beige shirts talking about heating up molecules yeah and then even yeah talking uh, open university stuff Mm. (laughs) late at night um but also then you'd have like the the uh, bbc1 would sort of basically go to bed It's sort of, you know, at midnight. Like or 11 whatever. o'clock. Ooh, time for right. the channel to go to sleep. Time for bed now, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> you know, there was no television X getting the free 10 minute. <laughs> those those days were a little bit, um, uh, you know, ahead of us. Um, but I thought it's interesting just for context, you know, for because there was a it's one of those that ITV or, or central as it was, because obviously being sort of in the Midlands for me, as it was called, Um there would be a lot of stuff on late at night, which, you know, and this was one of those. It was never a mainstream TV show. You know, it was never shown sort of like, you know, at tea time or wherever, whenever. Because, uh, like, you'd always have the soaps on, like Coronation Street or yeah. Emmerdale and all that bollocks. Um, and it was because it was it was one of those that I suppose because there was there weren't as many TV shows there wasn't as much space to put stuff like this on so it would no. it was it was a late night thing you know so yeah, I imagine um, this after the 10 o'clock news or maybe on a saturday after the nine o'clock film even later than that no it was like on really? after midnight one in the morning two in the was morning yeah, yeah you that know after after get stuffed yeah that? yeah it was you know it was it was um just after was, tour of duty that was another one that was on at yes. that sort of time yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It was like your TV shows like that, or um, the Highwayman with Sam Jones, which was yeah. another short-lived 
last uh, TV show where it was a bit like Knight Rider, but he had a truck which turned into a helicopter. Um, you know, it's sort of things like that. You'd watch them late night, um, which, and again, uh, one of uh, the correspondents that we've had talks about that a bit more. Um, so, should we start here? So, 60 yeah. Minutes with uh, Dave, our beloved leader, um, even though he doesn't put our shows out on time. Mm, mm, um, bloody old Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and he's older now, so he's going to forget even more. I know, I know, I know, but never mind. Uh, but he says, um, I have the DVD box set and it's great to revisit. Another show I used to sit and watch with my dad deserved a longer run. Do you want to take the next one? Yeah, it's Don or at Indiana 747. Uh, remember watching this in the 80s. I think it's actually quite funny. I think it was actually quite funny at the time, probably aged badly. No, I don't think he has. I think no, it does. I think it, it could have, but I, yeah. Well, from this one episode, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it stands up. Yeah, um, Brooker four one one from Character Unlock podcast. Uh, I fucking love that show. The one where he becomes shit RoboCop is easily one of the dumbest episodes of telly I've ever seen. All right, I kind of want to see that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stratham at Stratham. Yes. Yes. I think because when I announced that we were doing this, that was basically his response was yes. yes. Um, this is Solm67 or Calm. Uh, Calm. Um, multi-platform man on Twitter. Uh, I've never heard of this one. I mu- must see if I can find it somewhere. And then I told him it was on YouTube. I think, every- yeah. I think they're all on YouTube to be fair. Yeah. We- weirdly, the pilot is separate from all of the others. Yes. Uh, yeah. For reasons that I don't care. <laughs> um, got Jonathan Cade at Pipew. Pipew? Yes. Uh, ha ha ha. Used to love this show when I was younger. That theme tune is still epic. Yep. Uh, Colin Gunn, uh, Colin Gunn 1960, said, Brilliant series. Dirty Harry for the TV, but with laughs. Shame it did not go for another couple of years. We've got a hammered horror at. Is that mark on the screen? It is a double I. Sev, sev, how are we pronouncing that? Sevney, I'd say. Oh, Jesus. Ignore <laughs> me. I'm a plum. <laughs> Anywho, uh, he says, oh, or she? I think it's a, no, it's a man. It's a man. He says, uh, oh, God, where do I begin? Watch this on... Watched this with my mate regularly when we rolled back in from clubbing. It used to be on ITV at roughly 3 a.m. Wow. Uh, just after or during Amanda Reddington show. Uh, absolutely loved it. Anything that had the balls to end its first season on a nuclear Armageddon, that's a spoiler. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Oh, carry on. No, I was, no, I'm just writing down episode three, change series. Right, <laughs> um, and then he's replied, uh, yeah, replied to you and two others. Uh, oh, well done. It just, oh, no. it just carries on. It just carries oh, okay. on. Right, right, right. Uh, and then go on to do a second season is all good in my book. So much insanity, so much genius spoofery. A spot on satire that never got the love it needed at the time. Thank God Anchor Bay released both seasons on fully loaded, get it, DVD sets. Mm. And then finally, um, Big Cod at Mr. Codman 1976. Um, what a great show, lol. I use to love it uh when he spoke to his gun lol he found it funny i think then um i think that's the most we've had on any of these on any of these spotlight shows 
I know, yeah. So, again, I think it just goes to show that uh, Sledgehammer is, uh, you know, well, obviously, apart from yourself, uh, it's very right. well loved and very well known and yeah. people have got very fond memories of it. So, But to be fair, I'm glad that, you know, you have come into it sort of not knowing anything about it and you've got to experience it as well, you know. So that's very cool. I like that. So is this almost like the definition of a cult, a cult TV series? I think so. And again, I think, like you said, although, was it 41 episodes, um, that does seem a lot. Yeah. But again, it's it's one of those because it didn't run for very long. So um, I think it's one of those that, um, well, maybe a bit like not, you know, I'm not comparing it to Faulty Towers as such, but, you know, because that only ran for like two series, didn't it, I think. And I know that there was not as many episodes. But hopefully, and I don't know, I genuinely don't know, because, again, I, I remember some of the episodes better than others, so I can't remember what episode two is going to be like. Um, I don't know, you know, whether the gags are going to be consistent. I would hope so. And again, based on my memory of watching the shows, again, not necessarily in any order, but I think they do, it does tend to keep it up. Yeah. But, you know, uh, maybe sort of, watching it the way that we're watching it I, I do i genuinely hope that it does keep it up but who knows i mean like I, I, said, I hope it does i want to get to the shit robocop one <laughs> we may you know we, after you know half a dozen episodes we might think well i've had enough of this now um but who knows we might end up doing hot the whole 41 episodes we'll see <laughs> or potentially once if i don't know I, i'm not preempting anything but if we watch the first series if we do get through um because i think there's less episodes in series two i think there's like 19 uh, yeah. in two and then so there's a few more in one we might watch series one and love it but then say we're going to give series two a break we may come back to it at some point rather than uh, watch the true. whole 41 episodes but we will see we don't know do we that's the beauty of it uh, so there you go. That being said, um, if you want to contact us, uh, we're at 60 Minutes With. Uh, you can email the, the show. Uh, at, there's a contact form on the website, which is 60minuteswith.co.uk. Um, go to the website, look at all the reviews, the links to everything. You can buy stuff from Amazon there. You can get discounts on stuff, you know, from C, um cd keys i think yeah uh, or you can buy stuff from cd keys you can buy stuff from insert coin tees uh you know you, you can just just go to the website it's amazing um i think that's about it unless you've got anything else you want to say about sledgehammer no but yeah looking forward to the next one yeah hopefully next week um we'll see uh or so- february well by the time dave releases it it will be our valentine's day episode for next year <laughs> I need to have a word with him. I'm sure once he hears this, he will, he will, uh, you know, conform to our requests. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm leaving. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, we're um, just going to go off and just start our own sledgehammer podcast, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to do that. Um, yeah, I hope you know how to put a podcast out, um, <laughs> like really? on iTunes and all that. It can't be hard, can it? So you just upload a thing to something, and it works. If Dave can do it. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm at Dastardly Jabby. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've insulted Dave enough. You um, might fucking sack us. Um, I'm at then Dastardly. He's got no content, man. <clears throat> no, no, actually, yeah, we are the hardest working podcasters on this bloody podcast. I think we should ask for a raise, to be yeah. fair. Well, you can't yeah. fire someone who gets nothing. Good point. Yes. Um, 
yes anyway i am at dastardly jabby on twitter um where can they find you adam well, they can't really find me, but occasionally and fleetingly I have been known to reside at Ape Mutterings on Twitter. Yes, there you go. Uh, we will see you very soon uh, for episode two of Sledgehammer. And hopefully you'll join us. Uh, but thank you for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.